Target, maximum firepower. Ice for impact! Welcome to the Brace for Impact podcast, sponsored by Hondo's Command Token Emporium, where you buy a pair of tokens, your opponent gets the leftovers. It's not unfair, that's just business. <laughs> this episode, we will go over the matches in our most recent tournament, take a look at the new neutral cards and how they affect the Civil War factions, and we're going to review a subscriber-submitted list. What is the next piece of these show notes here? What the fuck am I looking at? Oh, I'm just keeping track of the idiots who thought that we were going to get another wave this year. And, you know, the smart people who knew that that was not logistically possible for anyone to okay. do. So, so that when, it, when, when the year is over, I can uh, make a list for you to play and crush you. Absolutely. What we should do is, like... The first video of 2022, like, we'll, like, list all of the people who were right when we're already <laughs> playing with Wave 11. And then yeah. we'll list all the people who are, who are dummies. Uh, and right now there are more people who think there will be another Wave this year than who don't. Just because there's more people on your side doesn't mean you're on the right one. Um, yeah, anyway, leave us a comment if you think there's going to be another Armada wave this year, like me. Oh, oh, and there's a bet. There's a bet about this, right? Yeah. So, if I'm right and there's another wave this year, then I get to build your fleet for a game that you yes. have to play. Right? Right. And if you're right and there's no wave 11 until after 2020... Two, then you get to build my fleet for a game. Well, not after 2022. After 2021 is over. Right, 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 right. right. Until after 2022 begins. Yeah. All right. And that means in hand by that date. In hand by... At least somewhere in the world, right? Yes. Like, yes. At least Like if Australia has it, because Australia gets everything first. If they Australia have it by counts. December 31st, then I'm a winner. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah. So leave a comment down below. Uh, let us know what side you're on. Um, uh, and if, if you want to lose, then be on DJ's side. There you go. <laughs> Do you want to go into the first segment? Yeah. So we, I guess, had a tournament over the weekend. We did indeed. We had like sixteen people uh, participate, which was really awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you put this segment here. What are your What are your thoughts on on that? Well, well, I just wanted to talk about. Uh, I was expecting just a shitload of venators. I was expecting everyone to just look at the spots and just run. Everyone would just convert to the Republic, and I would see nothing but uh, the spot cannons. It really um, wasn't like it was, that. It really wasn't like that at all. We had pretty much every kind of list. And every faction in the tournament, so it was pretty great. There was like, I want to say, more rebels than anything else. Yeah. I think there were five rebels, four empire, and then like three seppies and three republic or something like that. It was pretty well spread. I know that probably isn't 16, but what is math? Wait, 
Six and six is 12. Oh, three, three, five, four, nine, plus six. Fifteen. That is fifteen. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I five, just want the record four, to show three, that three. this is not a math podcast. It, but no, I was right. Uh, it's five, four, three, three. That's fifteen. Well, that's, yeah, there you go. See, no one, no one challenged you on that. I was just willing to let that go. It's fifteen. I'm one off. So oh, okay. Anyway, but it was a good spread of all the factions. Um, there were like I think half the rebel lists were star starhawk lists, which was the only like we did have a low. lot of starhawks. Um, there was only two lists that brought an onager, I think, and no one brought more than one, so that was nice as well. That is nice, um, yeah. But uh, a lot of the recent changes made it feel like everyone's list was pretty viable, and there was a lot of really, really close games. And there were a lot of interesting lists. Hmm. What was um, one that you saw that was really interesting? It was the, the Separatist list I went up against round two where they had no squadrons, like, at all. Mm. And I just got absolutely trounced by them. Really? Yeah. And, like, the game was over, like, 30 minutes. They had uh, a Munificent, two Hard Cells, and a Providence. And the Providence was fully kitted out with Invincible Thermal Shields and, uh, and Watt Tambor, and then it had a whole suite of all, all these other... Uh, damage upgrades, but uh, I was running a triple recusant with Grievous and a bunch of vultures. They all had, uh, well, two of them had local fire control and the DBY turbo lasers, and the other one had uh, link turbo laser towers and ruthless strategists. So the idea is they run their squadrons in, I run my vultures in, and then flack it all to hell, and then their squadrons just crumble under the weight of my superior firepower and i can get all my uh defense tokens back and refresh them with grievous but he had no squadrons mm. and so he saw what i was doing and he was like well i just won't flack you at all and so I, it just didn't get to do anything and i just fucking lost wow so that kind of sucked and my my dice for the vultures i had like i had 10 vultures surrounding the munificent and did two damage. No. So it just wasn't happening for me, and I was just fucking lost. Sometimes that happens. It fucking happens. But, but it was a really interesting list. Um, I think I'll fly something similar to that, like a, just a no-squadron Separatist list. Because I think Separatist squadrons are, they feel really fucking weak to me. At least right well, now. If you fly generic vultures, they will feel really weak. No, but I mean, like, my my options as far as, like, aces are concerned. Mm. Mm. They're either too expensive and do nothing. I'm looking at you, DBS 311. Um, or their, like, special abilities has, like, a weird timing that makes it useless. Like, uh, the Flak Rock prototypes... Which is like, it sounds cool. It sounds like a Mauler Mythil ability. But it's not. Yeah. It's shittier than that. And uh, Seppies have no escorts, so it just is the first one to die. And then I'm like, I paid 18 fucking points for this shit. Seppies need an escort, that's true. I don't think they'll ever get an escort. I think they have screen that like, is reverse a... escort mechanic yeah, going I think, on with screen. I think screen is the, the closest thing they'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll never get escort because of 
shit like that and how good some of their squadrons can be like damage wise but yeah they just crumble but yeah also i don't think triple recusant is super good i've been flying it mm. i flew it a, a couple times and it's it's just so fucking difficult to maneuver three large base ships it is that's true it, i'm like trying to to focus on a single target even with just two of them is like really difficult especially with their dice pool it's like reds and right. blacks and you really want the blacks so you try and get close but then the recusants start bumping into each other or you're bumping into something they just take up so much real estate on the board it's it's difficult to to have an effective target priority yeah well the most i think the most interesting list that i saw was the i think it was a starhawk that went for um it had three salvos oh yeah you were telling me about that with uh, Commander Sato, so he was just chucking two black dice at long range. Like, how many, however many times you want to attack me, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna salvo you with. And, two black and Sato die. allows you to to switch out the die to um, black die, right? Yeah. When you're salvoing, as long as there's a squadron nearby that oh. ship, then you can change your two of your die to any color. So yeah, black, right? And then you put yeah, because like, the salvo wording is you can't add dice, but this isn't adding; change you're just changing the color. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, and like ordnance experts, right? Like pretty good. And then I think he had Krista Gate Officer to like refresh. I think he was refreshing that token with it. Yeah, yeah. He, the Krista Gate Officer allows you to refresh when you get a crit on salvo, like a red crit or something. Yeah. And so we can just completely rotate the salvos and not have to discard them at all. That seems exactly. like a wild, fun fucking list, dude. Yes, yes. It's like the anti-swarm Starhawk, you know? So that was super cool. Um, I flew a two-Venator list, which was um, a Plocoon list. So I had one Venator 2 with boosted comms uh, and Ahsoka. Uh, one Venator one that had the Spock cannon and Zach. And then I had a token boat, which was um, Radiant 7 with munitions resupply and clone nav officer. And then I had a bunch of squadrons, 3v19, two Y-wing, two arcs. And yeah, I won both of my games. It went really well. One game he tried yes. to focus fire. The carrier and it mm -hmm. got away with one HP, and then the squadrons ripped him to pieces. And then the other game, they tried to focus fire the Spa Cannon Venator, and it eventually went down. But um, the damage was done. So much damage. The damage had been dealt at that point, and I just needed to like finish <clears throat> them off. And and that's the thing is like the Spa Cannon Venator. If you just let it do its thing, will chuck eight damage out of the side arc every round. That's um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because it's just like five blue, a black, right? And then mm -hmm. you zack another black, and then you concentrate another black, uh, and then you get two rerolls with ordnance experts, and you know, you're gonna do big damage. Um, yeah, I wanted then, to talk that's about that. So when you're using the spot, at any point in time, did you put 
the ignition token in the front art? No. Just only the side, right? I only put it in the side both games. Yeah, I think that's the best spot to put it because then if you're, you, you double arc you know, the side and front, and you just do an incredible amount of damage. Yeah, if they're close range of just the token, like if they're in red dice range basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you get your three red out of the front and then you get five blue out of the side. If they get into medium range of your ship, then they're getting the six die from the Spock cannon, three red die. But if they get into close range of your ship, right? It's over. And you've got, yeah, three red, three black, and then out of the side, like five blue, one black before you start like adding your modifications and extra crap. It's, um, yeah, because you had nuts. external racks, right? Right. Yeah. So, like, it it's pretty gnarly. That's true. And what um what turbo laser did it have? Does it have linked or XI sevens? XI seven. Oh fuck. Yeah. XI sevens. God um, damn. Right. It's it's interesting because like part of you is like, well I'm rolling five blues, like I could just block the redirect, but a lot of big targets have brace, redirect, redirect. Like MC eighties, ISDs, mm-hmm. and like, I just want to not deal with the redirect thing, right? So, yeah, because a lot of Clone Wars ships only have, like, a single redirect or a single of right. any one type of token. But right. the Civil War factions will have multiple Especially ones. their larger ships, right? Like, yeah. You know, you're coming up against a Starhawk and, and shit, and you just want to, like, just be, like, no, no, no to t- as many tokens as possible. And, like, XS7 yeah. just makes me so happy to not have to deal with all that redirect crap. One mm-hmm. game, though, he had advanced projectors, so I literally had to burn every single shield before I could take down his MC-80. Um, but it, it, I did. <laughs> I, I did. I, I bled it all away. That's fucking crazy. Uh, so I, this is the first ship that you've gotten from Wave 10, isn't it? The Venator? Yeah, I don't He's have... Still, yeah, the Pelta's not in America Pelta. yet. Yeah. That's sad. That's true. Well, how do you feel about the Pelta? So, or not the Pelta, the, the Venator so far? I'm so happy. It's everything it I dreamed like, of. It seems amazing. Yeah, dude. Like the first game I played against, like the, the guy only had two token A wings, but it was Tycho and Shara, so like they punch above their weight. Mm-hmm. But I was like activated like six squadrons at once, and with Ahsoka, I gave the three V nineteen snipe, so he couldn't counter back. Oh God! Right. So Shara was Omega pissed, right? Because. That's her thing is like to counter back and hit you for like, you know, three fucking damage on her counter and you only did one to her. Yeah. But like after two rounds of the three V-19 sniping the A-wings, like they were gone. And then I just ate had free reigns. Yeah. Like I ate his shit alive after that. So it's a very versatile list. I'm hoping to replace the CR-90 or the CR-75 or whatever it is with the Pelto when it comes out. Yeah. Well, what about um, your commander, Plo Koon? That's the first time you've run mm. Plo Koon commander. First time I've run Plo Koon. So I have an interesting take on Plo Koon, which is I don't know how much I care about his primary ability, which is adding the accuracy. It's like when a squadron shoots a ship, add an accuracy if there's a friendly ship within range one to three of the enemy, right? Is it only uh, a ship or can you do it to squadrons too? Well, the squadrons are what get the accuracy, but they only get it if there's a ship near the target. Yeah, but if the target is a squadron, can they use it against the squadron? Oh fuck, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I don't remember. Let me see. No, it's only against ships. Right. 
So let's say I have like a bomber shooting a ship, like a Y-wing, right? It rolls a black die. It gets one hit or two hits or nothing. Yeah. If I add an accuracy for free, that's like the the initial thought is that's obviously better. You can stop the brace and guarantee your two damage goes through. But typically, I am hitting him with like four bombers the same turn or maybe five. My -hmm. list specifically has four bombers and three fighters. So I hit him with four bombers and like, do I want him to spend these tokens or do I want him to not spend the tokens and i haven't made up my mind about that and it makes me wonder if plo Koon for 20 freaking seven points is it worth it to make my commander give me an ability that i don't even know if i want that or not and so like for example like if i do two damage with a bomber to a ship and i want to accuracy the brace right yeah if they were going to spend that brace right and then I hit them with another bomber doing two damage and stopping the brace. Like, do I? wouldn't I rather have him have no brace when my ship attacks him with six dice? Like, yes, he stopped one damage, then he stopped one more damage. Now his brace is gone, and I can shoot him with, you know, two red, two blue, two black on my carrier's front arc, right? And, like, mm-hmm. that's going to do generally, like, four, six damage, and now him bracing would stop three damage as opposed to one you know what i mean like yeah there's always this thought in your mind when you're getting bombed by squadrons that were activated by a ship is like i need to save as many tokens as possible for when the fucking ship shoots at me right because their tokens are more effective when larger dice pools are rolled at you and squadrons have very small dice pools and they chip 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 away right plocoon kind of like takes that choice that that difficult choice away from the enemy player where they're like oh i couldn't spend my brace anyway so i guess i'll just take the two damage and now when your ship shoots them they've got their brace and it's like is that what i wanted yeah is that what i wanted and i don't think it necessarily i mean even if it is what i wanted is it worth it to be my commander when i could you know have luminara have luminara longer yeah right when i could have bail when I could have freaking Tar, I think Tarkin is going to be really good for a list like mine because I can feed concentrate tokens to my spa cannon and clone captain Zach. I can feed squadron tokens or nav tokens because I'm not really navig much with the list as it is. It's really difficult to find places to work in nav commands. Yeah. So when the Pelta comes, like, I want to try running it with Tarkin instead because I don't think I'm going to miss that accuracy that much. Mm hmm. Um, but they might as well just spend their their tokens while they can. You got a shitload of bombers anyway. Exactly. Fucking burn out, overheat their tokens, and then crush them. Uh, the other part about Plocoon is like the grit thing, where it's like mm-hmm. if there's an adept uh, squadron nearby, like they that everyone grit. gets grit. That's actually, I think, <laughs> the better of the two abilities that Plo gives you. But I just didn't have an adept in my list, and I think I need to rework it to get, I think, Anakin Y-Wing instead of a regular Y-Wing. Oh, yeah, that could be good. he'll give Adept, which means everyone gets grit. And Anakin already has grit, so then my bombers can stay on target, you know? Because both players... Well, he doesn't have grit. He's he's got his crazy ability that he just ignores engagement, which is... Even better Grit grit. plus. Yeah. So my thought was, like, 
oh, I could rework my list, get Anakin Bomber in there, and like those, I think both pl players I played against were able to stop me from bombing their ships for the first, for round two and round three. And I'm thinking like, oh, if I had grit, like that wouldn't have happened. Like I could have dropped his shit so much harder, right? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like I never even got to use counter on my arcs because they were being escorted by the V19s the whole time, you know? So there's a little bit of playing with the list, but I really enjoy the Venator. I'm excited to add the Pelta. I'm excited to get Tarkin. The Republic, I think, is in a great place. Yeah, I think once they get the Pelta, it's it's going to open up everything. Yeah, and I'm hoping Wave 10 or Wave 11, I guess, for the Republic is the either the Architans or mm -hmm. the Carrion Spike as a small base, right? Yeah. And then a Squadron Pack. Because I do Project think that too. it's, yeah, I think that there just needs to be more variety in the squadrons. The Civil War factions have so many options for squadrons that it's so much fun to, like, pick which ones you're going to bring. And I just feel like it's, like, like Lumi Plo and three V-19s or Heavy Bombers. And, like, that's it, right? Like, there's nothing yeah. else. So, Well, what do you think for Squadron Pack 2 for the Republic? Well, a couple of Adas, you know, like, maybe Annie and Obi. Yeah, Ada 2s with Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah, Obi because we right? don't have them as... As uh, squadrons, we do not. Squadrons. We've, we've got Anakin Y Wing, but I mean, that doesn't really count. Right. So, Annie, Obi, and Ada's, I think, and then obviously generic Ada. Um, I'm thinking the V Wings with like yeah. a, a couple of clone pilots. Well, well, don't the V Wings in X Wing, don't they have like Tarkin as a pilot? Do they? That would be cool. Yeah, That'd I think cool. one of the V Wings is, is Tarkin. Let me check, let me check the V Wing. Oh, uh, I'm also thinking N Nabu Starfighters and um, yeah, they got a bunch of clone pilots, but also fucking Tarkin is a pilot. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, and um, obviously the lats, the gunships, the lats. Yes. Yeah, with like those are for sure coming. Relay or strategic, you know, one of those two or raid. Oh, that'd be even better, right? Raid. Well, they're gonna have assault for sure. Yeah. Because uh, Wolf Commander. References printed assault, but there's no printed assault in the game yet. Right. Uh, but what about the last one? Because it, it, it's got to be another um, single peg ship, right? To keep in line Does with. Does it? Yeah. So you're saying not twos. Naboo Starfighters? Yeah, yeah it, w it won't be Naboo Starfighters. Because uh, the Squadron Packs 2, they've got two single base ships and then this air superiority fighter and a swarm ship. Or Maybe. Ship kind of thing. Well, it could be the freighter that Anakin had in the Clone Wars movie. I think that that's the very likely. Twilight. I just, I just hate that because it's an ugly ass ship. It is, but it's not the first one. You tell me, Bosk's yeah. ship isn't as ugly as fuck. That's not what I'm saying. I no, think listen. Anakin's is uglier though. It's just a dumb. <laughs> it it's is a ugly. dump truck. B-Wing, it's stupid. Yeah, it is a dump truck B-Wing. That's true. Ugh. I hate it. Or maybe um, that... Oh, you know what it could be? The shuttle that the Bad Batch uses. Bad Batch shuttle. That would be cool. Yeah, I don't know if it's too new to get rolled out, but that kind of like Triumph well, shuttle... I think there was a Republic-painted variant in the Clone Wars well, as well, the, right? Well, that's a, that's a completely different kind of of shuttle because they've got an omicron shuttle but you're talking about the theta shuttle that could yeah, for sure be one and i think that would be 
better maybe than Twilight because the Theta shuttle, you can have a couple of like Jedi pilots and, you know, a couple of generics and give it, you know, that would be like maybe the strategic. Yeah, like the Lambda. Like the Lambda and then the lat gunship can be, more can assault. be the assaulty. Right yeah. in the front, yeah. yeah. I like it, I like it. Yep. Anyway, but that's coming before Christmas, so get your wallets ready. Okay. I don't think that's gonna happen, man. How you feeling about um, segment two? You ready? I'm ready. So we're talking today about some Clone Wars neutral cards and how they affect the Civil War factions. And I think the one that comes to mind the most is flat guns. Like, when I looked at yes. that, I was like, wow, there are some ships in the Rebellion that would freaking love flat guns. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just an amazing card to begin with. Because yeah. now you can move a little more aggressively and not have to wait quite so conservatively until, like, your full armament is ready. You can kind of move in now. Okay, they're at medium range. I can throw my whole uh, three-die salvo attack, you know? Right. So at least you're not missing out on so much damage, you know? Right. You can at least get something back. Um, like, so, and, and like, just like throw, like, I'm just glad that there's tech against squadrons like this, you know? Yeah. Well, against squadrons, you mean like changing your anti-squadron dice to, to black. black? Yeah. That's what you're excited about? I mean, that's part of it that makes me excited. Obviously, the salvo that, upgrade is really good as well. That part reads to me that your anti-squadron armament is now not as good so that you can get what? this cool effect. What? Yeah, what? you're cutting down the range by quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, but you're increasing the damage output. Yeah, for sure. The 75% I mean, chance of a hit on each I mean, of them. You're, you're, you're not wrong. But you can attack less squadrons. Like, if they're all not on top of your ship, like, maybe you just but don't have to attack them all. Right, but it's flat guns, so it would be on top of your ship. Like, they're shooting you, the bombers are coming, the bombers are coming, right? And then you go flat guns, you're like... Right? It's like, two damage, two damage, two damage. Like, double black is yeah. so I mean, you're, you are right. You are right. But I will note that you do get a range reduction from you do. flat guns for attacking squadrons. And that means... That unless all of the squadrons are positioned right around you, you're not going to be able to attack as many. That's fair. Uh, but then the salvo piece, right, where basically each gun, well, the black and blues can be shot one range band farther than normal, is kind of nuts, right? It is kind of nuts. So, like, what ships is this, like, best on? Okay, so I've got a list for us of Rebel and Empire ships. So these okay. are the only ships that can, in tandem, take local fire control and flak guns. Okay. And it, that list is not very big. The one that comes to mind from the Rebellion is the MC-75 Ordnance Cruiser. Yes. Which could salvo its two blacks at medium range. Yeah, it can salvo two blacks at medium range, which is amazing. So, yeah, the MC-75 throwing two blacks at medium range is one of the best options for the Rebels, I think. I disagree. Oh, God. What are you going to say? I think it's um, the assault frigate 
Mark II A and the Starhawk Mark II. Double red, blue? Double red, blue. Because now you're, you're basically telling your salvo that it doesn't matter where you are. If you're attacking me, I'm throwing three dice at you. Yeah. Two reds, one blue. So now yeah. uh, it's no matter what, full salvo armament. Any kind of attack. And I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's fair. And that's also, actually, I think the Imperial Star Destroyer has it even better, right? Because it's a red double blue? Yeah, I mean, you, you gain Imperial 1, Imperial 2, and Simon. Yeah, you, you, you lose out on damage potential with the doubles, but you gain consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty good, but, I mean, we need some more Civil War faction ships that have Salvo inherently built into them. Right. Because, like, having, having to do the long way around with local fire control or reactive gunneries is kind of horseshit. That's true. It is true. It is true, indeed. But obviously it didn't exist back then. Maybe yeah. there'll be more titles that, like, kind of like the Nebulon B title. Yeah. But I think Black Guns is amazing. Yeah. I, and also, you know, the, the SSDs. I know the Raiders really and Quasars can take that combo, but I don't think it's good on them because they only chuck I don't one think it's dice. good on them either. Yeah. It's... It is an option for them, but it's a bad option. And if you do it, you should feel bad. So DBY is a pretty good turbo laser upgrade, eh? Yes, it's amazing. Especially when you're rolling black flak? Yes, especially when you're rolling black flak. I feel like this is inherently taken on ships that have black salvo. Right. Because like on like, blue flak, it's like, okay, well, I have a 66% chance of doing damage anyway. Yeah, it's like... And then the red one, it's like, okay, but then it's taking up your turbo laser slot. Right. So, so then like, again, I come really back to my MC-75 Ordnance Cruiser with, well, it doesn't even need Ordnance Experts if it has this on it, but like you're just rolling two blacks, and then you're like, I'm going to change one, two crit hit, three damage. You know, like, so easy. Well, the Ordnance Cruiser can't take DBYs. Shitty, have, no turbo laser have, upgrade. Yeah, you'd have to have the Armored Cruiser for that. Well, the Armored Cruiser is not too bad either because at blue range, like, you know, if the blue lands on an accuracy and then you s turn the other to crit hit, like, that's pretty solid. That is pretty solid, yeah. Or the Starhawk Mark I, um, you know, turning that, that black into crit hit. Okay, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Are you ready? Hmm, I'm ready. Nebulon B. Okay. Which has two red flak. The escort frigate does. Right? Okay. And then you put the salvation title on it. You give it Commander Sato on another ship or whatever. And DBYs as its turbo laser. Wait, right. wait, wait, wait. Oh, it does it have a way to get a salvo? No, it can't get salvo. Damn. Okay, but it needs a way yeah. to get salvo because then you can put DBY on it and then it can do like nutso damage because salvation makes the crit for two damage just throwing that out yeah, I don't, there I don't, yeah that that would be crazy not ready. there's gotta be though. yes uh there's gonna be an unable title. to happen no title well because the title that gives salvation. it a redirect right there's yeah a title that but, gives, yeah we need a title but then if you do that us. you can't have the salvation title so your your combo is <sighs> fucked, not I'm working fucked. damn yeah. okay 
Okay. Well, is there anyone else you want to talk about with DBY Heavy Turbolizer? It's good. You should put it on ships with salvos. Black die salvo, yeah. And I think it's mm. it's really good. Only three points, you know? Yeah. On the Even better one, when right? you pair it with flat guns, because then you can do that at uh, longer ranges. So there you If go. you're not pairing it with flat guns, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. So let's talk about uh, point defense ion cannons. Oh, I don't want to. Okay, you don't want go to. Ahead. So this it's, is such uh, a weird upgrade to me. So it's ion slot, four points, non-huge ship only. When defending at close range or distance one, during the spend defense token step, you may force the attacker to reroll one die of your choice. What do you think of this? So the good things about this, it works against ships and squadrons. Yes. It's a free reroll without spending an evade. That's true. Right. At close range. It's a, it's a close range evade. Right. And it's like a lot of the other upgrade cards that we've talked about that are way better than they seem because it's always on. Right. You don't need to have salvo. You don't need to have any other weird combo or anything. It's just, I will do this and I will do it all the time. You can't stop it. Right. So, like, you know, someone work out the math here, but, like, if, like, four Y-Wings shoot you, right, and mm -hmm. they have a 75% chance of hitting, all right, that means three damage. But if mm -hmm. you make them, all three of them re-roll, then, you know, you might prevent one of those damages from getting through. I think it's pretty likely that you do. And so now well, you're... I would you're, say you're, that if... If a Y-Wing is rolling black die at your ship and it gets a single damage, you don't reroll that. You just let that happen. But when if they get they the double hit, hit go the when they crit hit you, you reroll that, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, and point defense ion cannons is like worse against um, blue die bombers because they just have such a consistent uh, roll ratio. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if they get the crit, you just make them reroll it anyway. Maybe you'll get mm -hmm. lucky. You know? Mm -hmm. You might as well with the blues, but it's probably not going to help you as much. And then you should pretty much always re-roll the reds. The only thing that, think that comes to mind, number one, is that the Republic has no ion upgrades, so fuck me. <laughs> I don't think you're getting ion upgrades, dude. I don't understand. I need an explanation. But it's the opportunity cost of the ion upgrade slot for me is the big problem. Like, see, I don't see that as a big problem for Separatists, because we've got trash for blue dice. I think across right. all but the we're ships, about civil there's like four blue right? dice. That's true. So, like, things like a MC-80, right? Doesn't it want leading shots? Doesn't a Starhawk want leading shots? Like, Yeah, a are, lot giving, of those factions want the leading shots. Am I giving that up to, like, make a bomber reroll a couple of times? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's good for big flagships that you think are going to be attacked by squadrons. Might as well put it on there. I think what it does, and this is something I don't have a ton of interest in, but for people who aren't interested in flying a medium or heavy squadron ball, this is like, let me throw this... Maybe flak guns, maybe ordnance pods on my ships. 
And I just don't, don't have to worry about squadrons as much. Right? I still have to worry about a fleet of bombers, you know, and don't pick superior positions against that, right? But, like... Yeah. You know, the, the 10 Y-Wing builds that the Republic is, you know, doing with, like, two Venators, right? And activating, like, five each, right? Like... Yeah. That goes from seven or eight damage on average. Actually, it's probably more than that. To maybe, yeah. like, five, right? So I'd say that's reasonable. It becomes a lot more survivable. It's something you can deal with. Maybe it gives gets you another round of your ship being alive to kill their carrier and win the game, right? Like, it's fine. Um, but I like to bring my own squadrons. So why do I need point defense ion cannons? If they're shooting my ships with their squadrons in significant numbers, I have lost. Right? That's a really strong stance. Holy shit. I mean, but like if I bring 80 points of squadrons or 100 points of squadrons, and their squadrons are bombing my capital ships in significant numbers. Like, this is a flagship card. You're not putting this on a Corvette, right? Yeah. You're putting this on an assault cruiser, uh, armored cruiser, command cruiser, you know, like an MC-80 or, an, or a Starhawk, right? If it's mm-hmm. getting bombed in significant enough numbers for this re-rolling shit, to mean the difference between that ship living and dying, which, by the way, is the only reason it matters, right? Yeah. If not having this card meant you died, but having it meant you lived, and you brought 100 points of squadrons, you didn't lose because of this card. Like, you lost a squadron battle. Hmm. Right? Yeah, but then if your ship doesn't die because of this card... You know, it probably did what it was supposed to do. But if your ship is getting bombed by their fighter wing, you've already lost your own fighter wing. And as anyone knows, if 25% of your list is fighters and they're dead, your ships are probably designed to support the fighters that no longer exist with upgrades. Which no longer affected. Like you're, you know what I mean. Like okay, you're let me, already. Let me let me let me fucked. paint a word picture for you. How many times? Because I know this hasn't happened to you, but oh. there's been plenty of times where I've taken a squadron, just one, mm-hmm. and I put it right next to Anakin Skywalker, and then Bomber? he said, "Go fuck yourself." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna attack anyway, mm-hmm. and then rolls like double double accuracy. Mm-hmm. Because that's happened to me a lot. For sure. That's not so a part what? of the squadron game. For sure. That is unavoidable, right? That's unavoidable. Right. For four points. Same with Tycho. To get a chance. Right. To, same with Tycho. Same with all those fuckers. Mm-hmm. Maybe that helps. Maybe you spend those four points in that upgrade slot on something that will help you kill the enemy first. Yeah, this is one of those, I do nothing unless shit's going bad. Exactly. If, but if also, this is a... it, doesn't, it doesn't only work against squadrons. Ships at close range, you can make that them That is re-roll. true. That is true. That is true. So if they've got a, a black die ship, and they're trying to get APTs to go off, make them re-roll that shit. That's fair. So Maybe I'm being seems... too harsh on it. 
But I am taking. The I think you're. I think you're you. focusing a little hard on the squadrons. Yeah, which is fair, but well, because like when a squadron rolls one die and you make them reroll it, it's a lot more significant than when a gladiator rolls six die and you make them reroll one. Like, yeah, like it, I mean, there are times when it only gets the one crit icon and you prevent it from doing assault concussion missiles by making him reroll. Right, like that. That might. But happen. for ships that like, like what I really see this on is an ISD Kuat. Because it wants to get close anyway. Right. And if you're close and you attack me back, I'll make you reroll it. And when I'm attacking and you try and salvo for damage, I'll make you reroll that too. And the ISD Coat doesn't take leading shots? Um, generally, no. I don't run leading shots with the Kuat. Uh, I'll run high capacity ion turbines normally for an extra blue out the sides. But yeah, that is an expensive it, upgrade. True. And normally so I'm trying to what charge does he take? the Ordnance experts? in there. Or no, he's taking boarding troopers, right? Um, isn't, it, isn't it boarding troopers Avenger Kuat? Isn't well, that the, well, the move? No, Avenger's out. Uh, so normally I'll do like, uh, let's say, local fire control, do flak guns, ECM. Uh, PDICs and ACM. So we've got long flak, local fire control, ECM. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm interested in that. But it's it's not a widespread use card. You don't put this on everything. Like no, I'm not going to take so. an ISD two and put PDICs on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Very, very narrow use card. Like, what, what ship in the Rebels at all would you put this on? Um, a Liberty. No. Mm. A Liberty? No, because you want the leading shots. I know I want the leading shots on my Liberties. Maybe, maybe a Starhawk? If, maybe if a Liberty is like your, your flagship and you have no other large ships. God, neither you, of the Liberties can take a defensive upgrade. Isn't that crazy? I think it's fair. They've got double brace. What are you talking about? <laughs> True. Who needs ECM when you have double brace? I have ECM every single turn. I mean, there's something to be said for like one of the Starhawks taking it because you have so few ships. So, I mean, eventually a squadron's going to get in there in position. Yeah, but this is a. I mean, the Starhawk is such a lumbering beast that, like, I know that, but that's what I mean. Like, you, you already have Kaken and Sholin. What are you going to put yeah. for, your, for your Ion, you know? That's true. You could Kaken and then take this as a defense, like as a yeah, because semi-defensive upgrade, because it can't take a defensive upgrade, right? Exactly. I think the Starhawk and, like, the ISD Kuat are the best Civil War options for PDICs. Yeah, and that's reasonable. Any, any other choice is incorrect. And I think a lot of a lot of Starhawk lists don't take a fighter wing, or at least don't take a large one, so you're probably losing the squadron battle and might need um, that defense, so that's yeah. reasonable. That is fair, that is fair. So what you actually do is put flak guns on it, and you're just like, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can have flak guns on it as well. 
On, I think either of the Starhawks with flat guns, it's like, am I rolling a red and blue at long range, or am I rolling a blue and black at medium range? Like, it's both delicious. I I would do the the Starhawk Mark II with the red 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 blue. I think that's yeah. the better version. Well, yeah, I mean that's true. It is it is a good ship. I just you realized the, to... the, the, the Mark One and Two have the same upgrades. Double officer. Weapon team or uh, offensive retrofit ion turbo laser and um, and um, gravity gun. Yeah. So the only difference is the guns. Yep. The flak and the guns. And I think some titles require one or the other too. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Let's move on to segment three. We're going to review a list. So we're going to judge the list based on these criteria. Present presentation. Yes. Presentation. Smell. Yes. Wait. Okay, guys. I'm sorry. I'm reading the show notes for the first time. Let me try this again. In our list review segment, we will judge each list based on the following criteria. Presentation, smell, texture, taste, and creativity. So, you're done. I, I, will, I will note that I googled judging criteria, and I the only ones I could find were for cakes. So, this is what we're using. <laughs> I feel like um, we can work with this. Okay, well, first of all, okay, fuck you. Okay, this is called Drew's Bully Venator. Oh, it's called Bale Bully Venator, right? And it's a Republic faction, obviously. The commander is Bale Organa, obviously. And should we, we'll look at the, maybe the objectives last. Yeah. So we've got a Venator 1 with Bale Organa, Adi Galia, local fire control, take evasive action. The Spa T, ACMs, oh gosh, DBY heavy turbo lasers, and Tranquility for 149 points. We got a Pelta medical frigate with clone nav officer, projection experts, and munitions resupply, and TB73 title for 67 points. We got a Consular Charger for 45 points with the reserve hangar deck. LTTs, Swift Return, and then another Consular Charger with Clone Captain Zack, Reserve Hangar Deck, LTT for 60 points. You got Plo, 3v19s. Total points, 394. And the objectives are Advanced Gunnery, Asteroid Tactics, and Infested Fields. You want to go first? Really, really interesting. First of all, thank you for submitting the list for us to review. We're really excited to talk about it, and we're glad that you submitted it. So if anyone else has a list that they'd like us to review, send it our way. Okay, you can go now. So, the first thing, I think it is super interesting that they're using local fire control, and and they basically were telling us how you local fire control the redirect. So you have no redirects on the Venator. You just have brace, contain, double salvo. Because mm-hmm. with Adigalia and Tranquility, uh, you don't need a redirect. Yeah. You just shift the shields around as you see fit. And mm-hmm. you have double salvo. Mm-hmm. Then you've got, you know, all the spot shenanigans. Pelta just uh, refreshes your shields because... With projection ex- experts, you can choose whatever hull zone you want those shields to go to. Yep. And then redo everything with Adigalia. And she just doesn't exhaust, so you can use her for every attack. 
So just to refresh on Adigalia, when defending, when you suffer damage, you may suffer up to one of that damage um, of a whole zone adjacent to the defending whole zone for each defense token you spent during the spend defense token step. If you do, you suffer the rest on that defending whole zone. So if I spend three defense tokens, I can put three damage on a different whole zone than the one that's actually defending. If I spend yeah. one defense token, I can put one, right? Um, and so that uh, combines with tranquility and spending basically you're just spending a salvo or a brace depending on how much damage you're taking you can kind of choose now if they have an accuracy they're probably an accuracy or brace so then you just spend the salvo right yeah. because tranquility says you know if you spend less than two defense tokens during the spend defense token step you can move up to two shields to the defending hull zone before you take damage there so if you shoot me for five damage and I just salvo, right, I take one damage and put it on a different hull zone for Adigalia, and I move two shields to that defending hull zone, and then I also shoot you. Yeah, and salvo, and then you've got the DBYs, and the Venator one has red, blue, black, so then you just shift that up, and then you do help one to a crit hit. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, he's also got Spotty here, so it's a Venator one that can't push squadrons um, basically at all and take evasive action um, to give it a yaw because they don't really have many yaw. This is a really cool Venator, and obviously Bale is going to be giving out nav commands and engineering commands, you know, to keep this thing alive. Pelta Medical Frigate's going to be keeping it alive with more shields. Supplying it with the Confire tokens for the spa. Right. And then you got a couple of chargers running around, and one of them is going to be... Oh, they'll both be bringing your V19s back to life, and Plo Koon gives them counter, and it's kind of chaos, right? Yeah. Well, with the reserve hangar decks, you bring them back at, at two. So I don't know like how two. great that is. Well, you know? that's my first thought about the list, is adding Luminara as... No, there's a couple of ways, things you can do here. One is add Luminar as the commander instead of Bale, or add Luminar as the squadron so that, yeah, they come back with two health, but they're obstructed because Luminar is with them. Yeah, and Luminar, Plo, and the V19 squad is just not unkillable. The, the, the third option is, with I think that with Reserve Hangar Deck, what you actually want is Ularin, because then you can recharge their health when they come back to life. Oh, that's so interesting. I never thought about that interaction. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. So, I think any of those are good, because Bale, yes, he's great. He's going to make your Venator better. He's going to make all your ships better, right? Giving out nav commands or and, and engineering commands, right? But those other commanders could synergize with this list pretty well also. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you were saying how uh, when you ran the Venator 1 with the, the Spa Tees, you didn't really need nav commands that much. So I well, think for Bale, you're just charging up on the engineering command dials, right? Yeah, and I just mean, th trying to recharge yeah, I mean, the Venator as much as possible? The, the way that I flew the Spa T was kind of pointed slightly away from my target so I could get my side arc in there as well and kind of just going speed 1. 
right? So, mm. and then the only time I naved was when I got past a nav token from clone nav officer um, to give me a token, and then I just sped up with it to get you know to kind of like exit the exit the battle. Um, so. I'm going to make a few suggestions for the list. Um, number one, I think, would be potentially moving clone nav officer to one of the chargers because the Pelta medical frigate is going to be doing engineering commands a lot, I assume. And therefore, clone nav officer would only be able to really want to send engineering tokens around. That may be your intention with this, but on a charger, you have the, f the flexibility of the charger kind of pulling up whatever command you want that turn and it lets you react more quickly so maybe my venator wants a nav command next turn so i can mm -hmm. just dial in the nav that right now and get it right now and send it to him right now right as opposed to the pelt medical flicker which i think has to command two and you're probably yeah. thinking i'm gonna engineering 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 at least once the battle starts right yeah so you now, don't have the, that kind the, of one-turn delay. Yeah. Now, yeah, the intention of clone nav officer might be just to engineering tokens onto the pet the, the pelta, um, which is well. Which clone is good nav as well. officer can't can't do that. What? They thought it says I found the ship can only one do, to five. It can only do um, confire nav and squadron can't do engineering tokens. Oh, uh, oh, it can't do engineering. Oh, then take it off him for sure. Um, yeah. The other thought. This might be me being bad, but I don't like Adigalia. Okay. Yeah, you don't like Adigalia? I don't like Adigalia. Um, and the reason I don't like Adigalia is if I have Brace, Redirect, Contain, Salvo, right? The more tokens mm -hmm. I spend, the more shields she moves. Yeah. So she's incentivizing me to spend more tokens, but Tranquility Title is incentivizing me to only spend one token. And obviously, if like it's a Luminara commander instead of Bale, like I'm double incentivized to only spend one token. So Adigalia yeah. actually just says, if I spend one token, it says move one shield, like one damage onto one other shield. So that, yeah, that's not bad. Me, it's bad because that's my officer. Well, what else would and you take? I would move Clone Captain Zack to the Venator One. And this is why I'm putting my Spati in the side arc, right? Mm -hmm. I'm pointed slightly away from the opponent just so I get some of my front arc and some of my side arc at him. And then I am rolling five blue, a black, a clone Captain Zack black, and then a concentrate black. And now I'm rolling eight dice out of the side and six dice out of the front. And it says, get wrecked. And, and you've got the ACMs going off. Well, yeah, the, and the ACMs is good. Um, on my Venator build, I put um, external racks and ordnance experts instead of you know ACM local file control, local file control right? Uh, and take yeah, a big. But that's a completely it, different ship. That's a that's a little bit yeah. That's just kind of like what I did. But ACM also very strong, right? Um, take yeah. evasive action. I think either take evasive action or bail. I don't know about take evasive action and bail. Um, because Bale's giving you extra maneuverability on, t like, right? It lets you basically, you can concentrate fire every single round, and then Bale gives you, like, two or three navs that you, you would want throughout yeah. the game. I do think that the Bale and the clone nav officer and take evasive action are kind of overkill on the Venator. It's going to be very maneuverable. Because with the spot but, cannon, but, you, don't, you don't need 
to be that maneuverable. Well, I don't. Uh, I you don't know. know. Like, I haven't like played enough. You, like, you have the range advantage, so you don't need to cut in and arc dodge or anything like that. You just exactly. You know, you just, you're far away. Well, I'll just fucking I mean, hit when you I with played, the spot cannon. When I played it this weekend, I really just kind of dropped it there and said like. Uh, like I'm not in range of your red dice yet. I have dropped this token here, and you're going to come into my range, right? Mm-hmm. And get blasted next turn. Now yeah. this venator is almost like um, like trying to be a liberty, right? Where it's like trying to like jump around and get behind you, um, because yeah. you're you're probably dropping a bail nav and take evasive action on the same turn. You're getting like a double. It's like. Uh, what is the vendor? No click, one click, no click. So yeah, then you go no click, one click, double click, and you kind of like loop and you get behind them real nice and close, right? Like yeah. That also scary could be very good. I'm a fan of the idea. Yeah, I mean, that would be really cool. Do that. Do that. that, do that. Cool. I also, but, 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 you, you know, have you left your pe- Pelta, you know, have you alone? Is, yeah, is yeah. he gone now? I would love to see like uh, maybe, um, play this list and take some pictures of like uh the rounds because i think with the consulars keep you know and keeping the squadrons alive it's going to be really cool i don't know if you like do you live somewhere that has the pelta already because i'm kind of jealous um if you do try this with you lauren and bring them back to life fully with your reserve hangar deck and like definitely put luminar in there right because like like it's just like it's like a now it's an 84 i think luminar's 24 23 points it's like an 80 something point ball of squadrons that's like good luck killing it and if you do kill one of my v19s it's gonna come back to life and get fully healed but i've also been healing them the whole time right so it's just like it can take an infinite number of squadrons like it's like this versus 300 points of of fucking droid fighters like it will win (laughs) yeah it's a cool list it is a cool list those are my thoughts. I, I, I really like the idea of Adigalia and just saying, no, redirect. I won't need it. It's clever. You right? know? It's clever. It is really yeah. clever. Would it be better with Luminara Commander? And like refreshing tokens? Uh, I don't it know. Would be, I think it would... I don't know. Because I was going to say it would be more survivable, but Bale with the engineering dials is so good. Yeah. You know, I wonder if he's putting like three engineering and two nav dials down, and then like with the Pelta, like also dialing in an engineering every single turn. Like, is he just like saying "fuck brace" and I'm just gonna recharge like six shields a turn? Like, pretty cool. I would say maybe like take the muni- munitions resupply off and put make it a parts resupply and have another clone nav officer. So double clone nav officer on the chargers. So yeah. that you can feed nav token and con fire token. token, and then the parse resupply from the Pelta, and then you've got one bulky Venator. True, true. Or you could put the Resolute title on it. But then you're losing tranquility and you lose the bulkiness, but Resolute title lets you kind of like every turn, you just like put a token on your ship from the card. Yeah. Like really good. Um, but I did play with Tranquility at the tournament, and I was shocked at how effective it was to just move two shields to the defending hull zone before you take damage. Um, yeah, it sounds fucking busted. Combined with... So, so what 
what I think the bulkiest Venator that I've thought of is a Venator 2 with Luminara. Um, and you have uh, Thermal Shields, Tranquility, and you, <laughs> like when someone shoots you, right? It doesn't matter if they even just do no damage, right? Because you can still Tranquility a no damage attack as long as you spend one or fewer defense tokens. So you just salvo yeah. them. And then you tranquility two shields to the defending hull zone, which is going to get shot at more because probably more than one of their ships is shooting at that hull zone. And so it's just like you're getting stronger when they attack you. You know, you're just like you're getting well, more powerful. If, if they do like, let's say they do a, a shot from like a small ship, mm -hmm. and they only get like two damage, and you brace it, and you move the two shields, you just keep that shields on that hull zone, right? You don't have to move them back. What do you mean, move them back? Like, so, during the def uh, spend defense token step, let's say they have a two-die shot, and they do two mm -hmm. damage. You spend mm -hmm. one brace. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now you move two shields to the front, and then take one damage, or maybe you just adigalia it away. That You just leave those shields there, right? On the front? Well, I, I would move the shields before damage is dealt. Mm -hmm. So if I had four shields on the front, I would move two to six. And then I, maybe yeah. I would Adi Galia one to the side and take one on the front. So that'd be one on the front and one on the side. Well, no, you've used the brace. So there's only one damage at all. Oh, and then, and then you Adi Galia the last damage. And you have six on the front, right? Right. right then you have six on the front, exactly. Because it, it, there's no. It and then you're engineering the rest back. Is. The only thing I can think of is, is there a rule about engineering when a shield is, zone is more full than normal? Or is that just like on a... Because I remember that being on... Oh, okay. Yeah, the it says it's the last fucking line. It's the last fucking line. You cannot recover shields while any zone is greater than its maximum shield value. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, so you can't, like, but... But... That doesn't mean that next turn you can't make another shield zone have more than its maximum, you know? Like, this is like that one title that I think the Rebels have that lets you move shields to, like... Aspiration? Yeah. 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 Um, but you're just doing it during battle, right? Which I think is better <laughs> because it's happening when it, after it's declared as the defending hull zone. And Luminar yeah. lets you refresh, you know? So... It's great. You're talking up Luminara a lot. Yeah, I'm a fan of hers. But yeah, so you like like Luminara Thermal Shields and Tranquility is so nuts. So nuts. Because they can't accuracy your brace. You're fucking Do Venators have a fucking Oh, the Venator 2 does. I was looking the at the Venator 1. I was like, it doesn't have a yeah. fucking... Well, because his list is oh, Venator shit. 1, which is obviously the better spot. Uh Senator. Yeah. Oh, oh, we didn't even talk about the objectives with his list. Oh, yeah, he had advanced so gunnery, asteroid looking, tactics, and infested fields. Just looking at his list as it is, the yeah. one that I'm not a fan of is advanced gunnery. Now, if really? you could spot both shots, I would be like, yeah. But you can't. That's true. So, what are you going to do? Advanced gunnery out of your front arc with three red dice? Because it's three red, three black, right? So 
Events gonna raise well, it all not depends great. on how how close they get to you. You know, like if they're if you just run up on them, maybe you've got the um, you're doing the bail, take evasive action, clone nav officer shenanigans. Maybe you're just slooping around, and you're like, oh, now I'm close to you, so I'll do front arc uh, spot, and then front arc normal shot at close range. And I mean, that's pretty much vaporization right there. I assume right that's there. his thought. I assume that's his thought. Is spot because that, that seems kind of nasty. Three red, three black. Which the only problem with that plan is you're leaving everything else in the dust. Like um, your Pelta will he, not. I keep mean, the, up Pel- with that. The, the Chargers are fast, and the Pelta can just stay out of the fight and recharge shields later. But like, I just feel like this this list can do damage with advanced gunneries for sure because you can spot out yeah. of the front and not worry about it. But there are just nastier ships. Um, that well, will I mean, look what, at advanced gunnery and be like, yeah, I'll absolutely pick that. I would absolutely what would you take that, instead you know I mean? of that? Because advanced gunnery is like always a go-to when I've got a fucking triangle ship, you know? Yeah, but this is this is not like a, an imperial triangle ship. I mean, this looks... They're the same. They're the same picture, dude. But what do you take instead? Opening salvo? No. Because, like, the the red objectives are... Pretty difficult to to have a good pick, you know. Mm. Most wanted. That's a good one because you can pick just like one. a CR seventy um, as your most wanted and pick their ship that you want to add a fucking extra black die to. Um, yeah. Surprise attack. Surprise attack can be good because you know where they're going to be and you just lay. You know your where spot. they're going to be and you can set up your spot perfectly. Right. Um, I'll say one of those two. I would say most wanted because you get objective points from that, and those objective cards are better than the other ones. But asteroid tactics and infested. No, asteroid tactics is fine. I think. Yeah. Infested fields is fine too. I love being able to move those obstacles around. That's my favorite. Yeah, for sure. And then you can just open the game with like, uh, like a squadron command, and then you know nab them all. There you go. Exactly. It seems pretty good. Yeah. I like, I like this list. Great. It's really good. Great list. Thanks for sending it in. Thanks for uh, listening to us uh, pick it apart um, unnecessarily. But that's yeah. what we do here. So if, if anyone um, wants us to critique their list, send it in and we'll give it a rundown in the next episode. All right. I think that's it. That's all she wrote. See you later.